Welcome back to the Our View podcast. So in addition to my job at Our View, I also serve as executive director of Build Jake's Place. Build Jake's Place is a nonprofit organization in New Jersey that creates inclusive play experiences. As part of that job, I serve as general manager of the Camden County, New Jersey Miracle League, which is a baseball league for children and adults who have disabilities. On today's episode of the podcast, I welcome Dan Schweck. Dan is the executive director of the Miracle League of Mercer County, New Jersey. Join our conversation as we discuss our passion for our jobs and how the COVID-19 pandemic has forced us and our teams to think outside of the box. But yeah, thank you for agreeing to do this. I really, really appreciate it. And um, um, you and I, we we met, uh, I don't know how long ago, maybe two, three years ago, maybe? About two, yeah, three years ago now at this point, yeah. Yeah, and um, so we, we uh, both share a similar uh, position with... Uh, uh, working with uh, Miracle Leagues here in New Jersey. And um, so can you do me a favor and first, can you introduce yourself to everyone and tell them who you are and what you do? I let my guests do that um, on all of my episodes just because I may know some things about you, but there may be some other things you'd like to share uh, with yeah. people. So. <laughs> Sure, no, no problem. And thank you again, Art, for having me on with you today. Uh, this podcast, I think it's great what, what you're doing here. And uh, my name is Dan Schweck, as you know, and I'm the director of, uh, uh, I'm the executive director of the Miracle League of Mercer County. I've been in this role for six years, uh, but our Miracle League has been operating for 15. Actually, this month, this month of September, uh, we're celebrating our 15th anniversary. Um, we started way back in the fall in September of 2005 uh, when I was when I was still in college actually at that time. Um, Four-team league, and now happy to say that we're a ten-team league now and uh, expanding our programming and, and doing things year-round on the calendar. And um, it's been just great over the last couple of years having the opportunity to run this league and to meet you and meet some other executive directors from all over the country and share ideas and be able to visit these other Miracle League fields and see them. It's just really inspiring. It's great. I always say it's great when you get to be in this role and you have a, and you know this, you have this kind of perspective where you get to kind of see everything and appreciate everything and everyone and how happy they are when they get to come to the field. But then when you go and you see that, there's a Miracle League 35 minutes down the road from us, and they're doing the exact same thing, and it's it's almost duplicated, completely replicated, and see how happy they are. It's just it's the coolest thing in the world. So um, it gives you a lot of hope in some of these more challenging times um, that there is a lot of good out there, and there's a lot of good people out there, and that's really what motivates me and keeps me going. Yes, I totally agree and you said you started uh your league started 15 years ago 
the uh, Camden County, New Jersey Miracle League, which I'm the executive director of, uh, general manager of. We, uh, this will be our sixth uh, season, uh, sixth year that we would have started. Um, unfortunately, because of COVID-19, we had to cancel uh, the last uh, spring season and also the uh, upcoming fall season. Um, and it, it's great to hear of the growth that you all have had in those 15 years. You said you started off with four teams too. Um, yeah. We have four teams as well. Uh, we're still at four teams, but you know we've grown uh, so so much from you know we're we're almost at a hundred players right now, and they don't all show up at the same time as you know um, right. you know at, at every day every week they don't all show up. But uh, we have registered players. Uh, from the age of five uh, up to players in their 50s and 60s. So um, that's the one thing I really like about the Miracle League with um, the, the fact that there are older children and adults who are able to play because a lot of times the uh, programming for people with disabilities stop uh, when they're 18 or 21. Right. Yeah, so yeah, that's... I I, um, I, I couldn't agree more, uh, and, and, I, and that's great that you have participants that are all the way up into their 50s. I'll be honest with you, that's the one thing that we, um, that we lack on. That's something that I'm very, um, I'm very kind of, I'm putting the concerted effort to try to expand. Our oldest player, our oldest participant is 26. Thing And knowing that a lot of programming, a lot of day programming for individuals with special needs ends at when, when they finish their schooling at 18 or 21. Um, we want to be able to continue that for them. Have, give them a place to come play and do something, um, to have fun, to interact with friends. And uh, I, I hope that we can get to that point where I'm, you know, someday down the road, maybe in the not too distant future, saying that we have some 50-year-olds in the league too. I've seen some leagues that are crazy. They have, they have players in their 60s. Yeah. I know uh, – in South Hills, Tim has some players in the 60s, which is absolutely crazy. So cool. Yeah, the one thing we, um, a majority of our players are over the age of 21. We lack, um, we like players on the younger side. <laughs> I know you um, about that. Like, yeah. Swap. <laughs> yeah, so our, our, our teams that have our younger players, because we divide our leagues up into the minor and major leagues, the uh, 13 and younger play uh, with one league and then, um, you know, 13 or 14 and above, they play on uh, the older league, the, the major leagues. So um, our minor league teams are very small in numbers. Um, right. And then we find out that, you know, some of the players are involved in multiple sports. So they play baseball with us, but then they're also playing soccer or they're playing basketball. So sometimes the games and the practices overlap. Uh, so we might see some players, if we play for a six-week season, we might see them three weeks out of the six weeks. Or, um, you know, some, some players also, because they have other siblings who play sports, sometimes they only play with us in the fall or the spring because their sibling plays another sport uh, during the other season. So, uh, you know, so it's interesting that you, you know, you have the opposite <laughs> the opposite problem where a majority of your players are younger. <laughs> That's really, really interesting. We'll, um, we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. I'll, kids, you'll get me some, some adults and we'll have it all figured out. <laughs> right. I, um, 
and and the one thing you you said that I really also can agree with is the fact that you know we're running our separate leagues in different you know in the same state but different parts of New Jersey but we can go you know on a 35 40 minute ride and see that another league is operating and doing the same thing so that's really um very encouraging being that um you know for me especially because i was born with a disability and seeing the way that things have changed and have um improved and increased uh the programming and sports especially and and uh, other activities where people with disabilities can be active is um really inspiring for me to you know know that we're uh you know we're meeting a need for for these families and we're um helping you know like you said when you see their smiles and they get to see their friends and they become friends with uh you know their teammates and they look forward to being there every week on the field <laughs> yeah really uh really a great really a great great feeling <laughs> you've been involved with uh your miracle league for a few years how did you hear about them and what made you become involved with um wanting to uh work with the miracle league um so I've, I've been here with the Hamilton Area YMCA for 12 years. Uh, and in that time, when I, when I came, I'm, I'm actually born and raised here in, in Hamilton, where our Miracle League is. Uh, went away to college, like I, like I said. And when I came back, I had seen that uh, in, in that time that I had been gone, that they had developed and built this league. And my role initially uh, working with the with the Y was childcare, before and after school programming. Um, but Kathy Reed, who was our initial executive director and who's absolutely phenomenal person, I can't speak enough of her. She's the one I had very big shoes to fill when, when she moved on. She still sits on our board of directors uh, and is absolutely great. But there were a number of times where she was always, you know, putting out feelers, just like you and I are doing now. Hey, need some volunteers for Saturday, please. You know, always use more volunteers, always need more volunteers. And she would always ask me to come and announce. She was like, you're a baseball guy. My announcer is not going to be here. Do you want to announce the <laughs> So from time to time, I would come out and I would announce and, um, and I'll be honest with you, I, I was nervous at first because I did not have uh, a great amount of experience working with individuals with special needs, and it was, it was new ground for me. Even just sitting there at a table and names, it was a whole new experience. And just like anything else, what you realize is that kind of all the, all the preconceived notions and the things that make you nervous, you know, am I saying or am I doing the right thing, they go out the window. Right. Once yeah. you once you you realize you're just you're with you other human beings. Kathy ran a terrific job. When she moved on, uh, the opportunity was given to me. They said, "Well, Dan, you're a baseball guy. Um, you've run some adult baseball leagues here uh, that, that I created just so I could play myself, continue to play uh, uh, selfishly." Right. But uh, when the opportunity came up, I said, "Absolutely. Uh, I you know I would I would love to." And um, you know. Kathy was absolutely terrific in handing over the reins and really kind of just saying, look, you know, don't worry about what I had done previous. You do what you need to do. Here's everything that I've done to this point. Here's the things that you do need to do operationally, but it's yours. You go do with it what you want to. Um, and it's allowed this, this like, just again, like I said, this whole thing to like just build up inside where I'll tell you this. I, when I, when I speak about Miracle League anywhere, 
Um, I often go and I speak to the local colleges when I'm getting uh, like the high, the high school teams, the college baseball teams to come volunteer. And when I speak to these teams, the one thing I say is that I've loved baseball my entire life. I'm 36 years old. I've never loved it more than I do now because I appreciate it on a completely other level. I cared <laughs> much about my statistics and how I did and how my team did. Um, and I was always so wrapped up in that and, 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 and all that that I forgot to enjoy the game sometimes. Mm-hmm. And now I the game a whole heck of a lot more, pitching to these kids and being with them on Saturdays and, and on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, – I, I love – you know, I, I knew your story and the way that you came about. Um, you know, and it's, it's interesting because it's so different from the way that I came to uh, – <laughs> become the general manager of the Miracle League with um, my job outside of uh, running my Our View company. I work with Build Jake's Place. The um, non, It's a nonprofit organization that builds inclusive playgrounds. And uh, we had built a playground in Cherry Hill here in New Jersey. And um, a few years after that, we were uh, planning to build a Miracle League, a Miracle Field. Uh, because we had heard that uh, inclusive playgrounds and miracle fields are often built on in the same space and same areas. Um, but what happened was the uh, freeholders of Camden County, they took over the project of building the miracle field and they paid, built it and paid for it. And we were very appreciative of that and still are they, uh, the freeholders are still our lead sponsor for the league. Um, but then once they built it, and the field wasn't being used, they asked us as Jake's Place if we would start a league. <laughs> and unlike you, who has been a fan and, and involved in baseball all of your life, I had no idea about anything <laughs> regarding <laughs> baseball. Um, you know, I, I knew the popular players. We're, uh, we're closer to Philly, so we're Phillies fans here. Uh, so I was familiar with a couple of the names and, you know, I've maybe seen a few of the guys, a uh, few of the players around. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, and, and that goes for, I believe, most of us at Jake's Place. We had no idea how to run a baseball league. Um, and I had never played on a baseball league. So that was even uh, another, uh, to use a baseball term, another strike against me because I <laughs> had no idea, uh, you know, how it was even played. Um, but working uh, with the Miracle League team, uh, they're down in uh, Georgia, and they, uh, they're, they're great. They were very helpful with providing, you know, all of the things we needed. And, um, I love Stephanie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're so, so great. Um, so it, it was made very easy for us to, you know, figure out how to, um, how to run and, and start the, the league. And as I said, we're, we would have started our sixth season this uh, September in a week or so, but um, you know, so it's, it's interesting. I love hearing your story and comparing it to mine. And I'm just like, yeah, I had no idea. At least, you, you know, you had some idea of what, <laughs> you know, I guarantee if we brought in like four other executive directors, they would all have unique stories too. Yep. Yeah. I know, uh, you know, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but um, Pam Dean who runs the Miracle League in, Spartansburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, she started it because she was motivated because her son has special needs. So again, she wasn't necessarily a baseball person. I, she does love baseball. Um, 
but from my interaction with her and getting to know her, it, it was, she had a totally different motivation. I don't have kids, right? I, I see this, this need in my community and I'm hearing about these leagues all over the place. And obviously, and you know now, um, Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, there are so many miracle leagues going down that way towards the South, um, which is so, so cool. Cause that's where I, you know, that's kind of where it originated. That's where it, it blossomed and grew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's like you said, everybody would have their own unique story, own unique reasons for uh, starting and, uh, you know, leading the uh, Miracle Leagues in their uh, specific uh, areas, which, you know, it's really great to see so many that are, um, that have, you know, been created throughout the years. And, um, you know, it's a great, great organization to be a part of. And uh, being able to meet people like yourself has been uh, one of the great, great things. Our, our leagues got together and played uh, together. It was uh, so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it was. We still uh, have to get up there to play with you guys again. You uh, owe us. You got to come up with <laughs> We do, we do. We owe you for sure. <laughs> uh, we will make that happen. I, I promise you that. It's, um, but it was, it was so great to have you guys there um, to play and, and just to see all the, all the players just interact with each other and just, um, you know, just to be able to be one, you know, uh, one, one league, one family. Like, <laughs> it's funny. There you go. You're using it. <laughs> That's right. Yes. One league, one family. That's your uh, slogan, right? <laughs> we're very, we're very, very proud of that slogan. Yes, that's right. We, um, yeah, as everyone knows, we are in the middle of the pandemic situation uh, for the last a uh, few months, I don't even remember what month it is now that, <laughs> you know, it's uh, September 2nd today that we're recording this. So we've uh, been sheltering in place in New Jersey since March or April or so. Um, and the last few weeks, things have started opening again. Um, but due to the nature of the Miracle League, which is each player is matched with a volunteer, which we call buddies it's uh, physically impossible for us to social distance our buddies and players. Uh, So as I mentioned, we ourselves, we had to cancel our um, spring season this past uh, spring, where we usually would play for eight weeks. And then we also canceled our upcoming fall season, which we would have played for six weeks starting. Uh, We usually start, we would usually start our league the uh, Saturday after Labor Day. How have you adapted your um, your league and, and any online um, or any any virtual things that you have done uh, to help keep your league, you know, together virtual in the virtual sense of things since you have been, uh, you know, apart in from being in person. Um, it's a good question. We've uh, we've done a couple of things to stay engaged and connected and. Again, a lot of the credit goes to you and to uh, Tim in Pittsburgh and uh, Layla in Milwaukee. And uh, when when you have the, the chance to connect with these other leagues, and I get to see what you guys are doing on Facebook, it's like bang is the idea. So you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it too. You know, seeing you guys, you guys doing the story time things that you've done, uh, the dance party, the DJ dance party, which was which was great. Uh, while we were we were doing uh, like a weekly Zoom show, so I was taking a Zoom and and live streaming it on our Miracle League Facebook page. 
so kids could just come on and we could just sit and talk for about 45 minutes, you know, just about how their week's going, talk about baseball and talk about how we miss each other and, and goof around a little bit. And it was a lot of fun, uh, and we were able to do that for a while. Um, we also were able to do, uh, you know, I, I thought it was very important that, and I think it is very important that we also, uh, we, we try to do, and this is an idea, again, I took from him in Pittsburgh, Miracle League Giving Back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important that we don't always just ask, 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 you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, you know, if we have the, the capability to do something to help others, you know, we should still, we should still do that. So keeping in mind all the local businesses that have been struggling so much in our area, we did a, we did a, a Miracle League lunch. So for really when, when we were, when we were really locked down and, and nothing was open except for, you know, um, like food delivery or, uh, or curbside pickup, we were doing contact free lunch deliveries from two local businesses that uh, sponsor and support the Miracle League. So so I took myself and, and my senior staff that we have, and we would go for a two hour window between 12 and two on Wednesday and Thursday at, at Killarney's public house and then brothers pizza and route 33 in Hamilton. And we would make delivery. You know, it was uh, Amanda and Jasmine, all my, all my team, we were taking lunch deliveries and running them out. So they didn't have to pay for a delivery person, we were making the deliveries for free. We were giving it to our families. And, and now, uh, thankfully, you know, with support from my board of directors, we're, we're going to be looking at doing some very, uh, very limited, uh, safe, um, contact-free programming here for the fall. Uh, I know you guys didn't have the opportunity uh, to do that. And, you know, my heart's out to you guys because I, I – I know like I've been like dying inside, not being able to see everybody and play with them on the field, but we're going to hopefully allow the families to come out here and, and have some private time. Um, we're, we have, I actually have support from the college of New Jersey. They're nursing interns. Um, oh, great. With nursing are going to be coming out and they're going to be doing uh, temperature screenings for us and, and doing the questionnaire, asking the questions so that we're making sure that were you know everybody that is showing up to the field um, is safe and healthy and and and, and not spreading anything, um, and, that, and that's the way we're going to just kind of operate for now in, in the time being until you know our, keep our fingers crossed. Hopefully, when we get to April, twenty twenty one, we'll be back and back to normal, and we'll come back down and visit you guys. We'll come up to visit us. And yes, <laughs> playing games on the field again. So that's the hope. Yeah, that's great. Um... We've, we've done, like you mentioned, we did do a few uh, virtual things over the last few months. Um, one of our uh, Bill Jake's Place board members, uh, Katina, she, um, she's a teacher and she did a story time every Monday night um, where she read a story and we were able to find um, a lot of stories where the main character had some type of disability. So that right. was really... Um, you know, that was really, really cool. And she, she came up with that idea. So we did that uh, once a week. I believe she read eight or 10 books or I, you know, I, I think it was around there. Um, so that was really, you know, a great thing to keep uh, people engaged online. And uh, we had just gotten uh, an intern who was looking forward to doing great things uh, as part of his marketing program. And 
Uh, we literally met with him the week, the same week that the, everything shut down here in New Jersey. So we had to cancel all of our uh, fundraisers and things that we uh, had planned for the summer and uh, the beginning of the fall season. And um, so he and his family, uh, Jeff and, and his family, they did an online uh, arts and crafts segment every Wednesday uh, for us. And they did that for, you know, about eight or 10 weeks or so. And um, it was really, you know, it was great to see the feedback that we got from that. And uh, one of our parents uh, in the Miracle League, he is a DJ. So he did the DJ dance, dance party for us uh, one right. Saturday morning. Uh, when it would have been our opening day for the uh, spring season. So, uh, you know, it was nice. We were able to get people, we did it on uh, Facebook Live. So we were able to have a live chat with uh, everyone. And uh, we're looking to continue a lot of, um, a lot of things in this, uh, this fall season as well, since we won't be playing. Um, we did, uh, we also did a magic show, which was fun that, that people enjoyed. Uh, one of our board members is a magician, uh, Randy. So okay. he, uh, yeah, so he, um, he, he was able to do that, uh, one Saturday. And, um, so we're looking to do possibly the dance party and the magician again, uh, this fall. And then, um, we've been looking into like online games, like bingo and things like that, that we could do, uh, you know, zoom, you can fit a bunch of people in a room at a time. So, uh, you know, we think that would be cool. And, I really liked what you did, uh, as you mentioned, your, uh, the weekly show that you did where you streamed and, you know, that was really cool because it did, it got the people to interact with each other, even though it was, you know, through a video screen, it was still, uh, you know, it was really great to still have that conversation and, you know, just to check in with people and, uh, you know, see how everybody is doing. So that was really, um, really a good, really a good thing. We, uh, we speaking of uh, borrowing things from people that we see online we uh <laughs> we borrowed something from you guys where we had some of our volunteers create signs that said we miss you i and, did see uh, that that was great yeah yeah <laughs> so uh your your uh your your uh slogan for your league is one one league one family ours is we are more than just baseball um so it. yeah so we had uh, a lot of our volunteers from the local high school here that uh provides a large number of our buddies from uh, Cherry Hill East. Uh, they got together and I just reached out to them and asked them, I showed them your picture. I'm like, hey, can we do something like this? <laughs> that was great. Like, sure. Cherry yeah, they were East. like, sure. I have four cousins graduate from Cherry Hill East, so. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I did, I showed them your picture and I was like, hey, can we get like, you know, 10, 15 of you to, together to, you know, create some signs? They were like, we're on it. And they uh, created the signs for us that uh, said, we miss you. We are more than just baseball. So it was really, uh, you know, like you said, you see things and you, you know, you, you borrow things from other people. And that's how we all, <laughs> that's how we all keep it together. <laughs> I was, I was say, it's all open. Like, take it, take every idea. Right. <laughs> you know, that's how we're, that's how we're going to change the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, it's really, um, you know, it is, it's a, it's a very strange time for a lot of different reasons uh, these days, but it's, um, it's good to still, to be able to connect with people through, uh, you know, through this virtual world of, you know, having Zoom and, um, you know, with me starting the podcast, I've had great 
conversations. And uh, I think the work that we do uh, with the Miracle League is very important because you do, you know, you do see those, you, know, you see those families every week. We play for six weeks in the fall and uh, eight weeks in the spring. And, you know, if somebody's missing for a week or two, you start getting questions. Well, where's, you know, where's little Joey that yeah. plays on yeah. the, <laughs> you know, where, where's he been? <laughs> Has anybody heard from him? And like, yeah, you know, and their, their family's just away this weekend. Oh, okay. You know, and, and uh, our volunteers ask about them. And, and even the, the players ask about the certain volunteers that they're used to seeing all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it is, uh, I, that's why I love your slogans, one league, one family. It's like you really do become a family with, with everybody because um, you communicate and you spend a lot of time with, with these families and you, uh, you get to know their, their families, their children, their spouses, and uh, they bring their cousins and grandparents to the, <laughs> to the games yeah. and everything. <laughs> My favorite thing is you see these families, like they come, and they don't just stay for one hour for a bear game. They stay for two or three games. Right. These, these kids now have, you know, they have friends on other teams and they stay and they watch them play. And it becomes a whole day out at the park. So that's why, you know, we try to do things to keep it as active around the field, not just on the field. So that the parents can hang out and relax and have some food and, you know, we set up cornhole and other things for them so that, you know, it can be a little tailgate, you know, it's a little Saturday mm -hmm. out at the park and you're, you're getting it all in. And, and why leave? I don't want you to go. Hang out for right. a bit. <laughs> right. You know, enjoy, yeah, enjoy, enjoy, yeah, enjoy the laughing. Just, just stay and have a good time. Yeah, it is. It's really, um, I've, I've been to your field and it's a really great atmosphere. You have a lot of space there. Uh, you know, Thank to you. just, like you said, to just hang out and just, uh, you know, roam around and walk around and, and enjoy and take it all in and, and the, the open space and take in the games and just uh, just chill out, you know, for a little bit. Like, uh, you know, if you don't have to go home, no need to go home kind of thing. <laughs> but I think, um, if anything, the, this whole COVID situation has proved the, the need for, for more Miracle Leagues for us to continue to do what we're doing because you just see how much of a need there is. Like you said, just to get out, to get outside and run around for a bit. Yes. Uh, for anybody, you know, for, for anybody. But it, it's it's so crucial and it's it's kind of, I'm doubling down, I guess is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna come back even stronger, more fired up, ready to go and, and, and not only continue our programming, but build on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is, uh, you know, that's one thing that I have um, tried to do and, and uh, is to become, uh, I guess, more creative and think of creative ways to, uh, you know, like you said, to grow and come back as, you know, better, better than before. Um, and just, just to, to really, like I said, to, to become creative and stay thinking of ways to improve uh, the league and, and how we can better uh, right. assist, uh, you know, assist these, these families, uh, you know, that we serve through the league, which is, uh, you know, the most important, important thing. Um, right. So, so, so one question I didn't have on my list, but I would like for you to talk about if you could for a sure. little bit. Um, and I 
thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it when you said you have cornhole set up. Um, so you're you're growing corn at your field, correct? <laughs> so New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey is the garden state, and we love we have great Jersey corn. Um, and you're growing corn at your field. <laughs> How did that come to be? <laughs> well, again, being the big baseball guy that I am. Um, Everybody who knows me knows my favorite movie of all time is Field of Dreams. <laughs> and, you know, the whole premise of the movie, obviously, is Kevin Costner starts hearing this voice in his head as he's, you know, raising his family on this farm in Iowa and telling him to, you know, build it. If you build it, they will come. He will come. Um, and that's always been something that's kind of resonated with me. And, you know, in six years around this league, I've always joked about growing corn in the outfield. Um, this, I, I said, well, no more joking. We're actually going to do it. And I had a whole plan for it, ready to execute. And then COVID again. So, um, I, I lost track on it and forgot about it, but then we got into July and I was kind of sitting around and I'm out here at the field doing some work. And I go, you know, I never got around to planting that corn. Um, it knows our facility. And as you know, as you've, as you've, you've been here, you drive past, farm after farm to get here. Right. It's all corn. So when you pull into our parking lot, you're surrounded by corn. I said, I, I no more, we're, we're gonna do it. So I just, I took a section in center. I went to our neighbor across the street, Scott Ellis, who has his Ellis Farms. I grew up with his two daughters. We went to high school together. Uh, I said, Scott, you know, we had this whole plan. Can you throw me a bag of seed? No, no problem. I said, it's gonna grow. He goes, yeah, it should still grow. I mean, you're you're late. You're like a month late to planting it, but um, we planted it, and I'm 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 actually here at the field right now. I'm looking over this this computer screen, and it's it's over the fence line. It's five weeks old, and it's over the oh, fence. Wow. Line. Um, <laughs> it's just it's so cool, and I'm, I know I'm posting like these daily picture updates on Facebook. Yeah. It's grown. <laughs> I posted one the other day where it's like up to here on me. <laughs> yeah, it's up to the top of your head almost, right? <laughs> farmer, the Farmer Dan comments below, so. <laughs> um, look, again, it's just like I said, it's another thing that we're trying to do to draw attention to the field, to draw attention to the lead, to the kids, and say, look, like, put all the other nonsense aside. This is the one place you're going to come to where it's literally just happiness and fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do everything we can to make sure all the nonsense is, is out the door and it's just it's just happiness and fun yeah yeah that was uh I, I know i sent you a message the other day about uh doing this interview and i was like did i see correctly that you're growing corn at your field like that's awesome <laughs> i'm hoping it's i'm hoping it's it's gonna pop through in the next couple of weeks I'm ready to pick it and and cook it up i'm ready yeah uh -huh. that's yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and one other thing that um, I uh, didn't have as an actual question, um, the fans in the stands that you're, uh, that you started, I know a lot of uh, major league sports have been doing uh, very similar types of uh, fundraisers where they sell the uh, big I, I, are they cardboard um <laughs> kind of like yeah an outdoor cardboard uh material uh outdoor yeah. you know fine material yeah where there's pictures of people of of the fans of the different sports teams and that's what you uh 
started doing with um, at, at the Miracle League there in Mercer County, right? Yeah, we, I, I took the idea from these major league teams. I saw that they were making these cardboard cutouts and putting uh, faces of their, of their fans, their season ticket holders in the stands. So I thought what a nice way to show support, you know, every day taking pictures of the new faces that are caught popping up, you know, again, being able to support a local business. I have a local business making them for us called Printworks here in Hamilton. Um, Carolyn and John, the team that work there and own the business, they're terrific. Uh, so every, when I'm done with this, as soon as I hang up with you and we're done with this interview, I'm right back over and getting more signs to put up today. Um, but again, it, that way, you know, the parents can look at it on Facebook. They can show their kids and say, look, we can't be there right now, right, physically uh, with the, the right. league. But people are still cheering you on and supporting you. I've sold over 70 signs already. So, and they're still coming. I was going to put a a deadline to them but we're going to go the whole month of september as a birthday celebration so if people want to keep buying them i'll keep putting them up um i'm going to run out of places to put them soon but, uh, <laughs> um, but it's, it looks so nice and it's great and it, it it really does kind of lift the spirits mm -hmm. yeah i i love that idea i think it's um it really like you said it, it gives uh gives the players something to, you know, look forward to, even though they can't be there in person. It's, uh, you know, it still shows that people are showing up for them. That's a really, uh, really great idea. I like that. <laughs> um, so uh, Thank you. My, Thank you. my, yeah, my last question I have, um, being that uh, you work uh, with the Miracle League and um, work with people who have uh, special needs, disabilities, uh, what what is one thing you would want uh, the world to know about people who have disabilities? Um, I often say this in my staff development trainings that I do with the staff that work with me. Um, you know, when it comes to individuals with um, special needs or individuals with disabilities, all you're talking about, and this, and every single human being is different. We're all unique. We all have different um, abilities, capabilities, strengths, weaknesses. Um, you know, I have plenty of strengths, but I also have plenty of weaknesses myself. Um, it just so happens that when you're working with individuals with, with special needs, sometimes they're more pronounced. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can never discount the strengths that, that every single person has. Every single person has an ability, has a strength in them that has value and has purpose. Uh, and that's something that I always try to, I, I, I really try to drive home to my staff when I'm, when I'm training them is that, you know, there could be, there could be a, a kid that has um, uh, some sort of learning disability or they're on the autism spectrum. Um, and, you know, that's combined with a you know, level of ADHD, right? But be, but even though they even though they possess those um, they, they, they have those those disabilities or those those uh, labels attached to them, they still could be better than me. They could be a savant level at math. Like I, I'm terrible at math. I took one math course in my entire college career. Applied math concepts 104. Okay, I stuck at math. Like my brain shut off to math my junior year of high school when I when I was crawling my way through calculus. My, mine shut off way before that. 
for, for math. I'm not a math person. I can write a paper, but I can't do math. <laughs> right. But I mean, and that's where, like, so why would I ever, you know, do do kids that, or, you know, anyone, does, does somebody who's better at math, like, look down at me? Why would I ever look down upon somebody who has autism and has, uh, you know, has issues with picking up uh, social cues and sarcasm and, and verbal communication. So they can't verbally communicate as well. So what? They're smart. Right. They, they, they could be smarter than me in math. They could know this about, about the universe and science. They could be, they, they could be engineers, right? And I'll never have that on that level of understanding. Mm-hmm. So all just, comes down to a level of it's it's just it's perception it's uh it's perspective um and it's always coming down to at the end of the day appreciating that every single person you come into contact has some sort of value has some sort of strength that i guarantee and that and that that makes you humble at the end of the day Mm -hmm. always knowing that i'm not perfect i don't know everything and there's someone and there's someone that's better than me and there's i have kids in my league that are better than me at something Multiple things, <laughs> and that keeps me humble, and 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 it, and it keeps and that and that's what I think is missing for a lot of people when we talk about the things that are in the outside world, um, that that affect us all right now. We gotta we gotta be humble. We gotta appreciate each other. Yeah, great, great answer. <laughs> I always I I love that um, because. Um, it's so important to uh, one, one of my goals is to help change the tone of conversation about disabilities and, you know, having different perspectives of, you know, how people see disabilities, I think is uh, a key to that because not everybody sees disabilities as, as the same, you know, some people still look down on those who have disabilities and to have your, uh, have your position of running a miracle league where you interact with people uh, who have disabilities and um, and their families, I think provides a unique experience uh, for you. Uh, you know, I, I shared the story of my nephew, um, you know, where he understood my disability because he, you know, was living, we were living in the same house at the time. So it was no big deal to him, but it's just to other people who don't have that experience, it, it's very strange sometimes. It, it's different. <laughs> um, right. You know, and it's, and it's hard for them to comprehend and understand what it all means. So, um, you know, I think having your unique uh, experience of uh, running the Miracle League for as long as you have and being involved with uh, families of those who have disabilities, it's really... Uh, provides a unique experience uh, and a unique perspective to disabilities. And, uh, you know, as you said, you notice that everybody, no matter what, has weaknesses and strengths and, you know, people are, are better at things than you are. And, um, you know, and that's just how it is with, with everybody in, in the world. So, um, you know, but it's, it's all, it all comes down to everybody has something to add. So we all everybody can... Knows. Yeah, we and, all and, play a part. The, the 120, 130 families that I've interacted with in, in six years, 
the hundreds of volunteers that, that I've come into contact with, Miracle League has made me a better person. I can't, that, that's 100% true. Miracle League's made me a better person. I would not be the person I am today if it was not for them. So they've given me so much more than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, it's, um, I can definitely say the same with um, working with the Miracle League and through my job with Jake's Place building the accessible playgrounds. Um, I'll, I'll never forget it. We were in season two of our Miracle League and one of the adult players came over to me. I was out on the field. And I was just checking and uh, checking in on everybody, making sure everybody was okay. And uh, it was warm that day. So I was making sure people were drinking water and, you know, if they needed to sit in the shade, like make sure that they do that. Um, and one of the adult players um, <laughs> who has uh, autism, he came over to me and he said, so I hear you run this thing. And... <laughs> And I said, well, who told you that? He said, my mom. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. I said, well, you know, I, I run it with a team of, of people. Uh, you know, I said, I don't run it by myself. A, a lot of us work together. And he goes, no, I, I think you run this thing. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, well, we can say that I run this thing. And he said, well, that's really cool because I think I would want to do this someday too. And I was just like, oh, wow, like, of course you, you can, you know, like, that's great. Like, I'm glad that you can look at me as a person who is in a wheelchair and you see me as the person running this thing um, and, and see yourself as, as doing something like this one day too. Like that, like, that was like amazing to me. Like my mind was blown. I was like, wow, like I didn't see the conversation going that way. Like I, right. re I really didn't, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, as a compliment to you, you being who you are, and you're, you're an amazing person. I'm glad to call you a friend. I'm glad we've had the opportunity to connect over these last couple yes. of years. You're, you're inspiring your players, your, your, your participants, to maybe be another you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and be inspired, you know, to, to do some amazing things and, and, and grow Miracle League and Jake's Place and, and, right. and the great things that you do um, with our view and the cast you're doing, all the stuff. It's just, it's great. It's, it, it's great stuff and it's the right stuff and it's stuff that we need to celebrate more. People focus on these things and the good that's happening will realize that there's really, you know, these things that are dividing us right now, the, the things pull us together are much stronger. Yeah. Yeah, it it was really. I mean, that was just like a, like a, like you said, it it just made me a better person because, um, you know, I I I'm not the type of person where, you know, I'm aware that people are looking at me and that you know I I could be you know a role model I guess um, but I I don't really um, I guess I don't pay attention to it a lot enough. Cause like, I really didn't see that coming from, you know, from him just because I just thought he was going to say like, wow, okay. And, and move on. And he was like, wow, like, that's cool. Cause I, you know, I could see myself doing this one day. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, you can like, <laughs> like, let's start yeah. working with you now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so this, this, uh, experience has really been, uh, a life changing one, uh, for me as well. So it's really, uh, great work that we're doing and um, all of the other Miracle Leagues around the country are um, 
really doing a lot of great things and they have a lot of, um, you know, they're meeting a need for a lot of families, I think, where, uh, you know, it gets, it gets the players out to play baseball, but it also gives them interaction with uh people who are like them, people that have disabilities, and it also exposes the volunteers to people who have disabilities. Um, I know you have, uh, you know, college students and high school students that volunteer with you, and uh, we do as well. We have a lot of uh, high school students that um, volunteer, and it's it's like, you know, I I know they have to do volunteer hours to complete their uh, high school education. They need a certain number of hours, but at the same time, they could go anywhere to do that. There's, right. There are multiple places that they can go to complete those hours. The fact that they choose to come to the Miracle League and they choose to come and they show up every week for the Miracle League, like that says a whole lot. Um, it, you know, and, absolutely. Yeah, and I never, um, you know, I never take that for granted at all because uh, the Cherry Hill East group that I referred to earlier they started that group in in their high school when their teachers were on strike. Two students started it because, actually because I, as in my Our View position, um, I went and spoke at an uh, elementary school in Cherry Hill. And one of these two high school students, their uh, sister was in the, cl- in the class that I spoke to. And she went home and talked about it. So they looked up Our View, they looked up Jake's Place, they looked up the Miracle League. And they were like, hey, we have to do volunteer hours. Let's see what this Miracle League is about. And they came, the two of them, and they brought a few friends one week. And then by the end of that season, you know, there were 25 or 30 of them out on the field. <laughs> your friends turned into a few more friends. Turned right. Into, and you have a whole team out there. Yeah, and you have a whole team. And I'll never forget it. I went to their first, um, when they were able to formally uh, have a club and with a, a school advisor after the teachers weren't on strike. I went to their first meeting uh, for the club. They had 98 students that showed up for this meeting. Oh. <laughs> they had wow. 98 students. Yes. Wow. And and on top of that, and on top of that, the two original uh, people that started it. <laughs> They had a PowerPoint presentation that was so well, I looked at them and said, why am I here? <laughs> covered. I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> what do you need me for? I'll see you guys on Saturday. I'm Art. I'm, I'll be at the field on Saturday. Like, why am I here? Like, you did, not, you did not need me here. And they said, well, we wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything. You brought up stuff that I would have forgot. So, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they really, uh, they really are dedicated to it. And that's what, um, you know, that's what I'm I'm sure that you find too with your volunteers, they become, they become dedicated to it. And it's, like I said, it may start off like, oh, I have to get these hours in for high school, you know, for my volunteer hours, but it turns into so much more than that. We have, um, you know, we have uh, one volunteer, (laughs) she texted me one day and said, oh, I won't be able to come. I have a dance, I have a dance recital on Saturday. And I said, okay, no problem. I'll see you in the following week. Well, Saturday comes and here she comes and she's there. And I'm like, well, was your dance recital canceled? She goes, oh no, it's not until 1.30. I'll stay here until about 11.30 and then I'll have to leave. I said, or you could have stayed home and slept. Like what? (laughs) Still made the time. And and I see the same thing. I see the 
Same thing. You know what? I think you'll agree with me on this. I become personally inspired to do even more when I see that happen. Yes. Like I, it's, 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 it's like, it's like this crazy um, addiction in a way. Uh, and I guess it has a lot to do with, you know, like the hormones that are up here, they're going in your brain and mm-hmm. those things that motivate you. But to see genuine interest, like, inspiration pop up in, a, in, in somebody's head and then they keep coming back um then i'm like well i gotta do it. i gotta get somebody else too like right like i saw like somebody drank the kool-aid and right I, i'm gonna try to get somebody else too as well like that like it's so cool it's so yeah. cool i had a we have a we have our relationship with the trenton thunder the minor league affiliate of the yankees here and uh, the first or second year that we that we started having players coming out, might have been the first year, a guy named Dan Fiorito. He's actually a coach in their minor league system now. Um, unbelievable guy. Came out once. They all, they put out a sheet and said, sign up, volunteer. He came out. <laughs> and he came out a second time, asked if he could come out a second time. And once they were done, they had two scheduled dates. So he came out both dates. He came the following week. By himself, or I mean, he, he drove himself there with his fiance. He came oh, back because wow. he wanted to come back a third time just to be here for our final game. And he brought bags of candy. He was just giving candy out to kids just because he wanted to be here. He made a connection in just two weeks. He was the, cool, the coolest guy, coolest wow. thing. Just one example of, you know, the type of people that, that you find at Miracle League. Yeah, the... Um... Yeah the young woman that started the club at uh, Cherry Hill East. Um, uh, she, she started the club. So she was the first volunteer that we had from Cherry Hill East. And then uh, that's Holly. She brought in her sister, Hope. And now their dad is one of our coaches, Sean. <laughs> they have both since uh, graduated high school and they come back. Uh, they, they go to school locally, uh, close by so they still come back even you know on Saturday mornings they'll just show up and it's like oh wow like you're back like yay but their dad is is one of our coaches and um the (laughs) it was one of one of the sisters she um she texted me and she was uh having car trouble and she texted me and and said uh you know get my car fixed right now like I'll be there I'll be a little late and um (laughs) so she shows up our game started at 10 and um she showed up maybe at like 10 30, 10 45. And she comes over to me and she says, Oh, I'm here. And her dad says, well, 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 look who's here. I said, listen, <laughs> I said, she is your child at your house. I said, she's my child here. I said, and you're not going to talk about her on this field. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not going to happen. You're volunteer. <laughs> I, said, I, like that. I said, you raised her. Well, I said, she texted me and told me she was going to be late. He said, Oh, she did. I said, yes. I said, so you don't get to talk trash about her out here on this field. He goes, all right, fair enough. <laughs> he goes, oh, I see how you protect your volunteers. I was like, with everything, I do, yes. <laughs> I said, because she could have said I'm going back home when I get my car fixed, <laughs> you know, or I'm staying home. <laughs> but uh, the dedication that they have is is so important, um, you know, and it's so important to acknowledge, I think, because like I said, they can go anywhere to volunteer. They have plenty of places to go and and things to do and they choose to do that on their Saturday mornings and 
you know, for you, it's uh, you play on what Wednesdays as well. Yeah, we do Wednesday night. We do some Thursday nights if we. I don't, we're actually having more and more teams. We're having to spread out into more days. But but yeah, to your point, just it feels so good seeing those same faces come back to volunteer. The dedication behind it all. It's so. Mm -hmm. good. Well, Dan, this has been fun. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate yes. you being on. Yes, I'm excited um, to see where both of our leagues go uh, in the spring. I I think we, you know, we're we we've done great uh, to try to keep everything together for everybody and as normal as possible in this uh, downtime that we've had. And um, I think we can, uh, you know, look forward to better, bigger, and better things in. Uh, 2021 for everybody and all and always <laughs> um, yeah so I, I think um you know just as as always keep what you keep up what you're doing and um thank you uh, so much for taking the time to do this and we will uh, definitely you know have you back on to talk about some more things I um I want to try to get some other uh Miracle League uh yeah uh, you know, Direct, man, yeah. managers and directors to uh, come on and just have like a, an open discussion about some things. And, um, you know, so hopefully, good, yeah. yeah, so hopefully we can uh, make that happen and, you know, just flow some ideas between, you know, a few people and, uh, you know, get, get some of these things up and moving for, uh, for when we can uh, be back on the field in the spring. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. So I will, um, I'll definitely be in touch with you and, um, you know, take care and enjoy the rest of your day. And yes, the same. And you keep doing the things you're doing, man. I, I appreciate you so much. You're, again, like, it's like mutual admiration society or oh. something. Like, we, <laughs> I just totally enjoy the things that you're doing. I love what you're doing with Jake's place. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Take care, buddy. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Our View podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Our View podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. New episodes will be released on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. Do you want to help change the tone of conversation among your family and friends? Head over to our website for some Our View merchandise. Our website is www.our-view.com forward slash merchandise. For more information on the Camden County, New Jersey Miracle League, please visit our website at ccnjml.org. And for more information on the Miracle League of Mercer County, New Jersey, please visit their website at MiracleLeagueMercer.org. Thank you for listening and take care.